<laughs> Welcome to Force Feedback, <laughs> episode six, with no tickly feet men this week. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but we have, um, I'm Captain Wizard, and we have the Freckled Moon. Hi. Uh, we also have the Orifister. Hello. And we have Taburninators with us once again. Hi. Um, start us off then, Sammy, as you've been away. Um, what have you been playing? I've been playing uh, Left 4 Dead content, came out uh, a couple of days ago. It's been really good. There's a new survivor mode, which is like just like a horde mode where you have to just haul up with uh, four of your homeboys. Well, three, you're the fourth. And uh, survive for as long as you can. And it's fucking intense. Um, I've only managed to get to five minutes 30, which is actually quite a decent score, I hear. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem very decent to me. You got 16 maps in total you can play on survivor mode. Uh, 15 of them are just bits of the old campaigns and stuff, but uh, you got one new thing called Last Stand, which is a really cool map, specifically for uh, survivor mode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems pretty good. Valve said that they could only get up to nine minutes, but since uh, release, people have managed to do, like, uh, I think someone did, like, 16 minutes or 18 minutes on there. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. It's because people cheat. No, 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 that's a legitimate... I'm talking... There were... Yeah, in other news, there's also the uh, Jesus spots people have found in these uh, survivor mode maps where they can just find places where they can't die. So those people have gotten up to like an hour, two hours. But that's just showing off, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is just showing off in a cheater's way. Yeah, I'm not very impressed. It also has like seven new achievements with it. Yeah. Um, and then as well as survivor mode, they've uh, made verses for the two maps that you couldn't do before, which was uh, Dead Air and uh, excuse me Death Toll um, and they're really good they're harder than the other versus maps yeah which is okay I can't say harder because obviously versus the bad guys are the other team so obviously if they're shit it'll be easier but if you're both good it's definitely harder like it's less common for the survivors to get as far as they could before maybe just because we don't know them that well for versus yet but yeah we're getting pooned pretty fast but uh yeah, it's good. Um, nice. Other than that, uh, Braid came out for the PC. It did, it did, it did. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty much the same as the Xbox Live version. Um, looks a bit better on my PC, but I don't know if that's just because of... It could just be the the resolution running it. In. Yeah, I, I mean... Think, I think it graphics only, it only runs wise. at a 1280 by 720. That's, that's all oh, they okay. have. Um, that's 1028, rather. Um, that's all they have right now. Um, so the art's all the same, the rendering's all the same, it's just the screen you're running on, I think. Or the, yeah, uh, yeah. The GPU. So it could just be, you got yeah. a pretty decent monitor. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's almost exactly the same, but uh, using the mouse for the puzzle bits, a bit better than using the joystick, I found. So, but I mean, the puzzle bits isn't exactly hard, it's not an actual, like, proper puzzle. No, it's just a puzzle, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an actual jigsaw puzzle. So, yeah. <laughs> controls aren't really that important. So, yeah, but apart from that, really good. Uh, get it if you haven't got an xbox and you want to play braid uh, yeah definitely well that's one of the main reasons it came out wasn't it simply because it came out for the xbox and then too many people cried yeah you lots of people you cried you heard their cries yeah. jonathan blow he heard them in the night and then he thought oh fuck it it's, just, <laughs> it's not gonna be that hard to make it let's just do it do you know if there's any uh mac version on the way at all i sure hope not because they could why not you monster <laughs> <Why> <laughs> it, it all comes out at last <laughs> 
Really? Uh, I don't know. Honor, isn't it? Mr. Microsoft fanboy, I heard you uh, discussing perhaps purchasing an iPod, you traitorous my bastard. My God. Well, it's not my fault Windows Mobile is <laughs> is a good platform, <laughs> but not... Not my fault Microsoft products are not correct. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but I think it's the sort of game that would do well on Mac because of like its aesthetic style and it's like it's, yeah you know it's, it's uh, trendy as fuck it's trendy <laughs> as fuck and it's it would definitely run on a MacBook or something like that it's like not too processor heavy so it no would... it, it probably they they probably will port it it's the type of game which I can imagine being ported so, um, and it's the type of game I imagine yeah. that wouldn't suffer too much like what does the Mac Mac have at the moment they got Sims two. Do they have Peggle yet? I'm not sure if they got. Uh, they've got this new GeForce 5200s in them, so I think they'll be able to run. Yeah, well, they they can run Peggle at full blast. Then <laughs> they got um, Quake Four last time I looked. Unreal, Unreal Tournament Quake 2004. Four. Really? You know, uh, probably the best game ever made, except for Crackdown. But the thing is, like Unreal Tournament and stuff, like I don't imagine many Mac users thinking, yeah, let's rinse some LAN out. Yeah, I mean, okay, obviously there are people with Macs that want to play those kind of games, but. Obviously, uh, I think the general Mac user public would uh, quite like a game like Braid. It's pretty hard, though. I forgot how bloody hard it is. Even puzzles that I used to know how to do yeah. that I played, I've forgotten them. Fair enough. It's a pain in my ass. Um, other than that, I played some uh, Dawn of War 2. Pissed me right off. Yeah? Yes. Number one. Bought the game. Uh... <laughs> That's then, usually the first that's step. That's step yeah. one to playing the game, yep. <laughs> God, that was a hassle. I can't even begin to describe to you how awful that was. Would you, you click buy now on Steam, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, alright, so it wasn't that oh, much hassle. It wasn't even the deal. Actually, actually, actually buying the game was a hassle. Because I was in Dubai when I was buying it, and Steam said, you can't have that, you're in Dubai. I said, but I want it. And they said, sorry, your credit card doesn't <laughs> seem to match the country we think you're in. So I had to put a message on the Steam... Uh, support boards then they had to give me a special link from where I could buy it then I bought it right and then the next day they put it down by 25% which they must have known they when could they have told you when they sent you <laughs> exactly I sent them I'm like oh Steam Steam I want to buy this game uh, but I'm on holiday how do I buy it they're like here yeah buy it buy it in about an hour it's gone down 25% they could have been like oh just wait an hour man we're going to put it down but they didn't the fuckers and <laughs> so then it took ages to download as well and then it went down 25% and then when I arrived back in England I see Game have got it for £19.99 yeah. so I paid £16 more than I needed to I'm going to buy my copy on Monday so. ah, and anyway the reason that annoys me so much is because I don't even like it very much it's okay I haven't played the multiplayer yet so I'm not ready to judge it like, I've, I've, thought... I've only played the multiplayer myself in the beta I've actually downloaded a demo of single player but I haven't had a chance But that's the thing I'm thinking I probably like the multiplayer but I wanted to play you know single player first so I don't suck balls um, but uh, maybe it's just the uh, having to be the uh, space marines that I don't like because space marines are dickheads everyone knows that yeah yeah when you could be so orcs. I think space marines are the like definition of dickhead generally yeah um, then on top of that I've played uh, oh when I was in Dubai I got me a uh, iPod Touch which is interesting so I got myself a Wolfenstein for a 3D uh, for the uh, iPhone Wolfenstein's in 3D now <laughs> yeah 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 they've they've they've, they've made it crazy um, they had to fight Hans that was pretty good yeah the guy with machine gun arms that's as far as I've got so far I mean, it is Wolfenstein. It controls in the corner of the iPod. You have yeah. like... Uh, yeah, I had a quick go on it. I was yeah. impressed. You have like a little, just like a 
D-pad drawn on, but it works a bit like an analog stick, and then you just shoot on the other side. That's really good because, like, cause the, I, that's one of the reasons I'm buying an iPod is because simply because the dual the dual touch patent. Because I've got a lot of games on my um on my Omnia, and yeah. even though Windows Mobile, like my Omnia is as power as powerful as an iPod Touch, but because you can only press on the screen once at a time. Playing games is next to impossible because mm. you, you usually need to be moving and jumping or moving and shooting. Or now, was, was that technology patented? Is it only Apple I think that, so. that right well, now? Well, I think I think they patented the, the specific way they did it. Yeah, sure. But so they were to, but, 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 but they were told, you know, you can't patent the yeah, idea the of idea touching something. Yeah. But the specific way they did it, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, <laughs> they, yeah, you can't really manage that. But at the moment, they're pretty much in. I think. The, did you just touch that twice? No. <laughs> the Omnia HD may. The, I think the Omnia HD may have dual touch screen, hmm. but they've decided to use the Sambian operating system, not Windows Mobile. So, oh, that's Google's thing, isn't it? Uh, no, that's Androids. Um, oh, the Sambian, yeah, the Nokia, Nokia one, the, the big gay mm. one, which does fuck all. Um, <laughs> Integration with web, you know. Yeah, it's oh. like yeah, we, we we can surf the web and we can listen to music. Oh great, great. So can my ass. <laughs> Luckily, it's had an upgrade. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can. I've gone do fast browsing now. My ass I've got three G. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been playing, John? Well, I still got more games. Oh, oh. Well, no, you, sorry, you've been playing too much. Yeah, you've you've been playing too much. <laughs> All right, fine. No, 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 no What no. else have you been playing? Because no, I want to no, hear. No, about, no. I want to hear about Dead Space. I want it because I haven't. I've seen it and I haven't played it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've I've been playing that. Been playing loads of stuff more as well. Before you try and move me on, <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Yeah, Dead Space is pretty good. Um, uh, I've played a bit of uh, Resident Evil uh, Five recently, and then I've gone to Dead Space, and it's much better. Yeah. Um, just because of the controls, uh, it just feels much more fluid and Moving modern. Something, yeah. Yeah. Something we've gotten used to. Um, That's right, Capcom. You heard me. Yeah, you, in in real life, I can personally fire a gun while running. No, you can't. I can. In I Dubai, just... I actually fired a gun, and I could tell you that I could were definitely you, not do that while running. Uh, uh, it, I could shoot it and then run away. Whose side are you on here? Capcom's? Hmm? No, hmm? no, 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 no. no. <laughs> not side. It sounds like it's on Capcom's side. I, I hear that too. Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh, Capcom, why don't... Why did you play Street Fighter with me? Fuck you. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about games. <laughs> go back to Dubai. Anyway, uh, it's pretty good. It's done a good job of, like, uh, keep giving me new stuff to do, like, at slow increments. So it never hasn't, it hasn't got boring or monotonous yet. And uh, it's pretty scary. You can handle it, Jamie. Yeah. Um, not scary, Are actually. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty pussy like Bioshock scared me yeah that's what I'm saying you you probably couldn't handle it imagine mm. it's like it's not scary it's not like condemned scary when you're like oh why am I even doing this I don't even want to kill homeless people with a bat you just have to do it anyway it's more John looks like he does it's not, it's not something I've ever thought um, <laughs> but it's it's just like I'm oh, just walking down walking down this hallway a nice friendly looking darkened metal rusty hallway from aliens looking thing and like I'm gonna be fine and there's something like BANG and there's like a little uh, <laughs> what <Whoa>, okay <laughs> little, just alienated half of our listeners <laughs> little necromorph <laughs> or whatever crying <laughs> a little scorpion looking zombie or like a fetus with tentacles or something oh, comes the monsters out. are creepy the monsters are creepy and basically so far shoot off their legs and you'll win yeah. seems to be the tactic shoot off their legs or their hands that's how I work in real life shoot off people's legs yeah. and win if you shoot the legs you yeah. kill the ghoul 
It says that you've been playing a bit of Mortal Kombat versus DC. I have. Ah, cool. I've been enjoying it. Because yeah. I was playing that. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Because uh, ever I'm, since I came out. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, I got that Street Fighter a while ago. It's too hard. I like the way it looks, and uh, it's really fun, but I fucking suck at it. So uh, I thought I'd give this game a go, and I'm actually capable of playing it to a mediocre level. Yeah. Not good. I'm not even okay. I'm just, you know, in that bit just below mediocre. But still better than I am at Street Fighter, which I am absolutely shit. So that's good. Um, I quite like the DC side of it, because I'm a bit of a DC fan. Yeah. No. I mean, I like DC. I don't really like any of the characters that are in there. But um, (laughs) The DC Universe is interesting. Yeah. I just personally think Batman's a prick. And Batman. Yeah, you heard me, Batman. You're a prick. Batman's a bit of a prick. He's not. You think he can't find you? What have you got? He can't find me. What's your problem no, with don't Batman? tell him where I am. <laughs> in uh. Bath. <laughs> no, don't tell people my dress. Luckily, no one listens. You're gonna have to cut that one out. Yeah. What, what have you got against Batman? As if James Batman. is gonna do any proper editing. He's just. Yeah, what the fuck editing that? You can. You can try and use Pro Tools without it crashing. I've heard Pro Tools candidate stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. can it edit stuff without not responding? Can it record stuff then? Why not is it really. recording at the moment? It's touch wood. Hey, that was my this head. This week's episode's been recorded on a Super 8 camera. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's actually a four track tape. Um, yeah, on a Mac Lisa. What were we talking about? Um, what, oh, you're what? what you're playing? What you're playing? You seem to have played, you played lots. So much. I've played everything. Um, so I've played Kung that. Fu. I played a bit of Ragdoll Kung Fu on PlayStation. If you had played the uh, Ragdoll Kung Fu that came out on Steam and stuff like that, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like that. No. Do you, do you still get to control their arms and then go? You, I am butterfly. You don't. Well, you control them just like a normal character. That's what you did, isn't it? If yeah. you can do the same sort of little big planet thing, where if you press, I think it's the triggers or whatever, you can spin their arms around freely. Yeah. I think actually a lot of the tech between that game and Little Big Planet is actually shared. I believe some of the people that have worked on that game used to be working at Lionhead or whatever it was. Yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, Lionhead. Lionhead. Lionhead didn't make Little Big Planet or Ragdoll Kung Fu. Well, yeah, they just made Fable. Um, Media what am Molecule. I thinking made. Of? Media Molecule. Yeah. Yeah. No, but then what did Media Molecule used to be before it became Media Molecule? I don't know actually. Well, whatever that was, not Lionhead. Sorry, that's completely wrong. Whatever that was, they were both that, and then I don't know. It's a good rumor spread. Actually, Lionhead are now Media Molecule. Sorry really? About that, guys. Yeah, they're actually the same Fable thing. Fable Three is cancelled. Um, Little and Big Fable. Or it's, no, yeah, don't Little say Big Fable like is going to be. <laughs> it's going to oh. be Fable Story, but with the Little Big Planet gameplay. Yep. <laughs> that could be fucking awesome. Zack Boy can get a wife and like and li- abandon his orgies. children and have orgies. <laughs> and No, okay. I'm just spreading you know, bullshit rumours. Anyway, yeah, like yeah, yeah, have you finished your game? Yeah, we've no, just, I've got this more games. This is going to be a short I've, podcast. I've got more well, games that I've played. Talk. I've played that, right? Ragdoll Kung Fu. I haven't even said anything about it. I've just been making a list before you interrupt me. Right? Ragdoll Kung Fu. You control like a normal character. It's basically Smash Brothers for the PlayStation. It's like, I haven't played any single player. In uh, multiplayer, it's really funny. I'm really fun. It's got quite a complex set of things you can do. You can grab people. You can do different moves. You can do power-ups. And uh, there's like a few different modes. There's just like Deathmatch, where... You run around fighting each other, picking up weapons, kicking each other off. 
Um, but it's not like Smash Brothers where you have to get them off the level. You just have to kill them. But it plays a lot like Smash Brothers. But there's another mode. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Where you all have to try get this fish and put them in a bowl. <laughs> and <laughs> one of those. One of those classic put the fish in the bowl modes. So that's good. That's the sort of like, you know, you're all... It's like uh, capture the flag or something, but you're all after the same fish, fish after the bowls. same fish, and you all got to try to see if you can put the it in initials the there are the same CTF. Yeah, yeah. Capture the fish mode, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good actually. The graphics look really good. The way they've got them looking all rag dolly, yeah, not bad. Um, I've played Pixel Junk Eden Encore, which was the expansion pack for Pixel Junk Eden, which gives you. I think five new gardens and they look better in my opinion than any of the older gardens and they're yeah. pretty cool. So if you like Pixel Junk Eden, which you should, um it's all right. don't listen to him. <laughs> uh he's stuck in the past. This is the future of games. Not really, it's alright. But uh <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's alright. I know, I said it's alright. Yeah, it's alright and it's exactly You assumed I meant that in a negative way. No, you meant that in a sort of middling way. Yeah, it is and a middling way, it's not Okay, anyway, and <laughs> uh, as well as that, I played on my iPhone Rulando, which is pretty cool. It's a bit like Locoroco was for the PSP. Yeah. But you're tilting your iPhone and the balls roll along and you have to try to get these balls safely to their home. Oh, Rulando. Rulando, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pics of that. There, the art style was kind of cool. Yeah. I'm wagging my hands around in the manner. It's a little, it is quite Locoroco ish. Because <laughs> that explains the art style, John. And you know what? I played other stuff as well, but I'm not going to talk about it because, you know, no one wants to hear about what I want to play. You know, <laughs> just this, this isn't the Sabi show. Oh, yeah, you know, fuck it. I won't play any more games. Let's just move on to this. Uh, to this you. you were going to say this dickhead, though. <laughs> and you don't even know the boy. <laughs> don't judge me. I've noticed, um, I've noticed a haircut. I do have a haircut, but that's irrelevant to anyone who's listening because they, they can't see it. They can't see my hair. Or see the old one. But before I, he had, before know, he had a foot deep afro. Yeah, and you know, I used to also have uh, facial hair, which I yeah. shaved. He had a few Manchu. But because I didn't want to get rape searched in Dubai Airport, which I didn't, unlike yeah. last time where they made me get into my underpants and flick me in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, they flicked me in the balls. They flicked you. They flicked me. I don't know what <laughs> flicking does. I guess to make sure it, they're it not. It tests to see if you've got drugs. They're not phony balls. Like, what I mean, it's drugs, <laughs> like balls. if they're drug positive, it'll sound hollow. And if yeah. it's not, it's just like a meaty sack sound. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's like a <laughs> testicle sound if it's real. It's, it's just solid testicle thumb. Yeah, he he flicked them, and I was like, yes. You see, they are in fact my actual balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he's just like looking for my reaction if I flinch. They're his balls. <laughs> if I if I laugh, then the drugs. the drugs. But you know that just goes to show how uh, simplistic their profiling method is in the airport. <laughs> because the last few times I went, they're like, "That kid's definitely got drugs. Let's search him." Cut your hair, have a shave, wear a nice shirt, no problems. Walk right through. So, if you're gonna smuggle drugs, get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hippies. John, what have you been playing? Um, I haven't been playing much this week. Um, but what I have been playing... What, what have I been playing? <laughs> After all that. <laughs> um, I, I, I got hold of the uh, the PC version of Braid um, on Steam and started playing that. Um, I'd seen a little bit of it before. I'd seen uh, I'd seen my uh, housemate Peter play it before and worked through some of the puzzles with him. 
Um, but what I hadn't experienced, and what I want to talk about um, today, is 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 the uh, is the narrative of Braid, um, which I feel is a really really important part of the game. It sounds like a bedtime story. Your voice. Sorry. <laughs> That sounded really nice. Sit you down. And I just ruined it. But you did. Like, sorry. All the emotion, you know? Everyone was just straining a little bit closer. Everyone, yeah, was just cuddling up with their duvet. Like, oh, well, thanks. I was me. worried that the princess wouldn't be in the castle myself. Well, like, anyway, look. I had, I, had, I, had a, I had a line of thought going in now. Um, sorry. The so narrative. Narrative of Braid, yeah. And it's um, and you, you start out and uh, it's, it's got the storybooks that you walked past if you played it before. If you haven't, um, the narrative is delivered by uh, largely by text. And uh, at the end of the game, uh, in a kind of in, in a kind of fairly primitive two D set piece way. Are you about to do a spoiler? No, no, I'm not about to spoil anything. Okay. Um, although, Good. actually, Good give it five, give it five minutes, and I might be spoiling all over the place. Um, <laughs> but the, like uh, the, the thing to uh, the thing to know about my is that there are there are two levels to the story, um, and I'm, and I'm going to try my hardest not to spoil anything. And if you uh, if you are about to play the game, then. Please um, skip five minutes forward so that you don't hear anything amiss. What if you're about to play it and you're in the room? Do you want to just leave for a second? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not sensitive to spoilers. You can tell me what happens at the end. I don't give a shit. There's okay. a giant robot what with laser robot? arms. And they have tea time. <laughs> they have tea time with his laser arms. And he's like, shit, I can't pick a teacup up. And you're like, don't worry. We'll go get the princess in the other castle. And Do then you know she what? comes. I've been playing that tea time game as well, but I didn't mention it because I thought you'd, you'd just be mean about all the games I've been playing. I really want that game. But Henry Hatsworth, yeah, it wasn't. We went in games day, and I was, I was going to buy it for the missus, and she, and it's like they're like, I was like, you got Henry Hatsworth? He's like, what? So it's a DS game. He's like, I don't know, man. So like, oh, you got one of the dolphins in? DS, yeah. It's like, yeah, we've got narratives. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Monsters. No, I was, I was just, um, I was just going to make the point that the narrative is really, really, um. A largely metaphorical. Um, there's like a literal part to it, which is which is kind of grounded. I um, mean, there's a there's a really significant twist there, which is uh, really important. And was one of my, one of the one of the better narrative experiences I've had in games in the last couple of years, to be honest. Um, and there's another level to the narrative, which is really really metaphorical. Um, and I just really enjoyed um, the story aspect of it. Well, it was really important to me, and it really made the game what it was. The other thing to note about Braid is that when you've completed the game, you haven't actually completed the game because there are star puzzles. Have you come across? Star puzzles, Sammy? No, I've not come across star puzzles. What are star puzzles? Well, in the uh, in the introduction uh, to Braid, you know, when, you, when you're in those like buildings and there's like a there's like the title screen yeah. kind of type thing, you're walking along and before you come to the house, there's a constellation, yeah, um, of eight stars, and those actually represent puzzles, um, ah. like puzzles that are very very well hidden in the game. And I've uh, I've completed one or two of them. Um, I'm trying desperately not to search the internet for hints because they are so ridiculously hard. Um, but I'm told that there is another ending which makes the uh, the metaphorical nature of the story very clear. So they're like, uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a pretty ingenious game, and uh, the narrative is well worth um, well worth the price alone, in my opinion, actually, as well as the art style, which is very beautiful. Um, and the other game I saw but didn't play a lot of was uh, Scary Girl, which is kind of an indie type thing um, done by some very accomplished developers. I forget who they used to be affiliated to. Um, but uh, the art style is very, very unique. The presentation is very, very unique. It's also free to play online. Um, so Google Scary Girl, see what comes up. And uh, how scary is the girl from one to ten? It's not. It's not a very scary girl. It's um like to Are be honest, sure? the, the title is probably my. Like, so I'm not gonna play it if it's scary, man. <laughs> you can be rest assured. Who's more scary, the girl from Fear or the girl from Scary Girl? Uh, scary. It's, she's actually like a pirate girl. Yeah, I wouldn't fashion. just Google Scary Girl. <laughs> Okay, well maybe just a heads up. <laughs> Google scary, scary girl with reservation. 
That's mate. a pretty yeah. scary girl. Well, yeah, don't, don't, don't run an image search. Don't okay? run like, an image search. Maybe for just scary. stick to text. <laughs> so check out the scary girl, and that's all. That's all. I've what kind of about. game is Scary Girl? It's a kind of. I'm intrigued. It's a kind of puzzle platformer thing um, with a very unique art style. Um, How more than that, I cannot say. It's been it's been lobbied he- heavily by the Gozo. Is it about a dastardly um, plan to steal the world's underpants? It could well be. Could well be. I, I only saw like. <laughs> or is the that first just a different minutes. game? <laughs> but um, it's been lobbied he- heavily at Rock Paper Shotgun, and I'm I'm going to check it out. What kind of uh, when you say unique art style? Oh, look, I have a picture here. Okay, it's a sort of uh, grim style art style. Yeah, yeah, a bit like uh, fantastical. Hmm, like a Tim Burtonish. Sort yeah. of thing, but in like two D cell shaded Like the mod- modern American McGee style stuff. Yeah, or like, uh, yeah, like a Cartoon Network series, something like uh, Grim Adventure. Could still be scary, man. She doesn't look that scary. I think she should be changed the name of the game to Mildly Odd Girl. Mildly Confusing Girl. Yeah, Little Goth Girl, or something like yeah. that. Little stamp on her when you see her face girl. If I want, if a scary girl is like a normal girl with like a predator's mouth or something like that, that's with machine sc- gun tits. Machine gun tits. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary. That'd be pretty scary. Amy, what you been playing? Nothing. The end. You've just been playing Red Faction. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went home to see my parents this week and left me on my own. Okay. And they have. It's fine now. They only have a Wii. And they're like the typical Wii demographic. They own Wii Fit, Wii Sports, Mario Party 8, Mario Party, um, Carnival Games. (laughs) We did buy you that Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah. And More Game Party. What's More Game Party? It's a collection of mini games. Surprising, but different ones than from Game Party. We played lawn darts. Awesome. <laughs> not out on the lawn. Oh no. No, tucked inside. I'm not yeah. sure it's going to get much better, even if you had it on like a spaceship or something, maybe like spaceship yeah. darts. And I'm really, really, really bad at casual games. Really, really, really bad. I see you play Peg a lot, or is that definitely not a casual game? <laughs> Peg's That's not fucking casual hardcore. Yeah. Compared to more Game Party. Yeah. <laughs> Peggle's like hardcore, yeah. But um, I'm not very good at Peggle either. Alright. And I play Pokemon Pearl because I have my DS with me. How was that? Mm. It's okay. Same as all the other Pokemons. Does it have a 3D outside now? Is that how that works? It's just kind of. 3D outside, this is the DS we're talking about. Yeah, Does no, it, it just no. looks no, like I every mean, other. Like, I don't mean completely 3D, I know, I know the style is still. It's virtual reality system! I've seen, I've seen like, that it has kind of like a 3D isometric thing. Yeah, yeah. A it little does, bit, yeah. It does yeah. have that. But it doesn't really utilise the touchscreen at all. No. In fact, you get this little Pokemon Watch application at the bottom, and that is it. That's all they use the bottom screen for. Pokemon Watch? Like, like when you're walking around, Pokemon. it's got like Pokemon a digital watch. watch. Is it a poker watch? It's, no, it's called a pocketch. Pocketch? That is shit. Poke- yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I would have gone on a poker watch. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Fucking pocketch. And that's about it. Just DS games. Really? Yeah. Just DS games. Like how you throw them away. Just DS games. Well, Nothing real. Like rubbish. Diner Dash and things like that. I think your problem is you have rubbish games for the DS. Not the DS. <laughs> Wow. If you had Henry wow. Hatsworth, you wouldn't yeah, be I saying tried, just yes. I tried to get Henry Hatsworth. 
Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day when Henry Hatsworth's considered a proper game. You know, like it is. Game. It is. <laughs> it's got tea seen, time. It's got puzzle time. <laughs> I'm not talking about the game. I know nothing about the game. It's just well, the name is great. Then it's you like, should shut up about the game then. Yeah. Yeah, John. I'm making a W with my hands. You know, just so everyone knows. And I'm, I'm pointing it, pointing it <laughs> at me. Yeah. Um, and then I just got home today, so I've kind of like tried to fill myself up on on games, not just in general. Um, <laughs> I played some of the Saints Row 2 DLC. Yeah, yeah. I like Saints Row 2. Yeah, so it's we good. downloaded that one straight away. It seems to have made our game really buggy. Well, no, Saints Row 2 is really buggy anyway, but we didn't okay, notice it more buggy. as much. But yeah, it's made it more buggy. Like I can't get through doors, <laughs> and that's a problem. Can't go through doors is well, pretty no, we, uh, we did big deal. We managed to go through the door, but when okay. you press the open door button, a lot of games, open like, yeah, yeah, a lot of times I couldn't get through the door. Yeah, um, I got through doors. There's a lot of... There's some clothes, not a lot of clothes. Some new haircuts. Some new haircuts. I've got a big Elvis haircut on my man now. That's Any new moustaches? No new moustaches. New no, sideburns. No new beards. It's a new sideburn. There are new sideburns. <laughs> but how <laughs> you can you add out. new sideburns but not a new beard? Well, they, are, they have. About? Maybe in the next pack they'll have. Yeah, because it's the first of free DLC for it. Mm-hmm. If I was a game company, I'd bring out my moustache DLC pack before anything else. That'd be what I would how, how much would you charge for this moustache DLC yeah. pack? Uh, I, I mean, what you could probably charge quite a lot. If they brought out a moustache DLC pack for every game, I would buy it. There's not a single game, even first-person games. Like, like if they brought out a Half-Life 2 moustache DLC pack, where I could have a moustache as Gordon Freeman. I could... I'd never see so myself. Doesn't Gordon Freeman have a goatee anyway? <laughs> yeah, but a new one, like a big comical one. <laughs> um, but you know, no one would ever see me. I wouldn't care because I'd know I had the moustache because I, you know, I, I downloaded I can, it. I can sell you one of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we, we can, gonna we go can co- pretend. Go ahead and code it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll code that for you. <laughs> um, yeah, but the Saints Row Saints Row DLC, from what we've seen, it's pretty good. We failed on the first mission quite a lot. Yeah, we've completed every other mission in the game, but the DLC stuff is... Which is good. But I we think, haven't played it for a few weeks. I think we? they should step the level up, the difficulty up on a DLC. I do. Yeah, I suppose. It depends what context. In this context, I suppose it is, because if you've done everything else in the game and you want more to do, mm, sure. then yeah, definitely. Sure. It's, it's quite good to have ramp up. But if it's DLC... I suppose actually saying that the recent example is the Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts mm. DLC, which is fucking hard. Like ridiculously yep. hard so it's kind of like I suppose well that new Left 4 Dead DLC is fucking hard yeah. that survivor's mode yeah I think it should be because intense. you're not going to just buy a game and then before you've even played what? it download the DLC Yeah, you should expect it to be unless you're playing Resident Evil and Capcom release it like two like weeks two, after yeah, it's released or you're playing Left 4 Dead and Steam give it to you for free or you're playing Beautiful Cast Mario and you, you have to download it because all the levels aren't in the game Fable's difficulty didn't go up no, but then it's hard to be able to difficult fable anyway because yeah, it's the, the gameplay concept. Yeah. Mm. What have you been playing, Jamie? Uh, I've been playing Ratatouille. How shit is it? <laughs> it's, oh. it's shit. It's shit. Uh, and I'll, in scale of one to shit, it's probably feces. <laughs> maybe, maybe a not quite diarrhea, but it's it's getting there. It's I, I like the platform games. I like collecting pointless coins and shit like that. And the first like mission of the game, there's 25 coins to collect, but the first actual thing to do in the game is like like a minute into it. So you have to go around this huge environment collecting these pointless coins, and you can't actually 
get any photos. I thought as a game, fan of Banjo Kazooie, you'd love that shit. Well, no, because Banjo Kazooie, they, they they spread them out throughout the actual what you're doing in the level. It's not just a case of having here's a big environment, find coins. So it's not an objective. No, it's not. It's not an objective based stuff. It's kind of like so it's, it was pointless. So I sent that back. We rented it off from Love Film, and then were you um, expecting it to be fantastic? No, no, I wasn't expecting it to be fantastic. But there's That's a, why there, it was there's rented, a couple. Not... There's recently there's you know there has been a few couple. Um, like movie based kids games which are good so like well, the, the Wally game for example is a very good game <laughs> very really good bugged. game well, no, really, sorry, okay. really it's, bugged. it's bugged but I'd say you know for a, let's say a 20 quid game you know just like a cheap kids game yeah. the Harry Potter game is another example which is a very good game Okay, um, and that I actually do say is a very good game from a platformer view and so it's kind of like the dis- it, you know, I was disappointed. And then I got sent the B movie. As soon as I sent fucking Ratatouille back, instead of him sending me back The Wheelman or Dementia the Ward or anything else that we want to play at the moment, they sent us fucking B movie. And that is. That seems alright. It's kind of, It has got this open world GTA feel to it. You can hijack cars, except the people stay in there and drive you around for you. You're a B. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they. How would you do the gas for I, one? I think I think you're gonna have to accept the game's fictional world before yeah. you drive. <laughs> before you <laughs> I've accepted it. I'm saying why would how would how would you, you drive can fly on your as own? Well. You're a bee. Well I cars. mean you can't drive on your own if you're a bee because you're very small. Because you're a bee. <laughs> but these are like humanoid bees. Are they the size of the people? Are you hijacking no. cars? No no like within its own world, you're this like, is imagine, like bee world. Imagine, let me paint you a picture. Imagine a hive, right? In which there is a whole city filled with bees oh. driving cars. Okay, so that's what I'm asking. It's set inside the hive world. Because yeah. I've seen yeah. the bee movie. Bee movie. Yeah, yeah. And not the bee movie, bee movie. It's actually a, an a, A-list movie, bee movie. Endless. It's confusion. not a bee... Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've seen the thing with Seinfeld as a bee, right? And there's... All, so you're spending... He spends some time in the hive world with the little bee car. Uh, I've only played this for 10... Was it 10 minutes I played it for? Or it was less it than was, that. It was enough for me. Yeah. But, but <laughs> most I enjoyed it, man. Most of the film is set inside, like, the actual human city. And he's a little bee. It's like... Ah, oh, I see. He sure finds out being a bee in the big city is harder than you imagine. He's like, oh, shit, I'm a bee. Ah. I'm getting stuck on windshields. Woo! That sort of shit. So I was imagining it like GTA, like set in like a proper city, but you're just a tiny bee driving into people's windows like, hey, motherfucker, give me a car and shit. They're like, ah, it's a bee. You can say, drive or I'll cut you. It's a bee and they abandon their car. Yeah. Anyway, what that's what the hell? <laughs> Moving on. I've, what else have you been um, playing? I, I rinsed open Quake Wars Enemy Territory and Unreal Tournament 3. Um, Quake Wars on the 360 because I enjoy it more on the 360 and um, um, I'm retirement free black on Steam were you able to get in many games with actual people in which one in Unreal Tournament 3 um, no I was actually playing a lot of just um, instant action games just oh, to okay. try and get my skill level up a bit and then I played a couple online but no not many people around I know it's it a shame. Me off. I there, there's actually more people not... in Unreal 2004 when I, yeah. when I play that online than there is in UT3 it's like same, but you can run it now on you know the the options you get. Like you know the advanced options yeah. for the graphics on the original UT3 when it first came out last November. Um, it was last like it's nearly it's over a year old, but that boggles me. But it, you only had three like four options. You had like the option for graphic intensity. And it was like one to five, and that was pretty much it. You didn't have any of the options that you have now. 
So when I loaded it up again the other day, oh. and I saw you had all these options, I was pretty amazed, and I was pretty... I can now fine-tune it for my graphics card, which is great. Cause but yeah. you have no one to play with. No. Because no one's playing. I'll no, play with you. If you ever yeah. say, hey, we'll Sammy, to, message we'll me on play Steam, some be like... We can get the Steam co-op achievements. Ah, I like achievements yeah. on Steam. Not quite Xbox achievements, are they? Mm, no. That was another thing about Dawn of War. They gave me achievements, but they only gave them to games for Windows Live. Yeah, they didn't, shame they didn't have Steam both. achievements. Yeah, they should have both. Yeah. But then it's yeah. Oh well. Yeah, but yeah, but it was a game for Windows Live game which Steam decided to distribute. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's not a Steam game as such. They make you run both. Yeah. Which can be a pain. Like Steam's quite lightweight in itself, so that, that's that's one issue. It wasn't the games for Windows Live appy is actually built into the Dawn of War game, so it's kind of that would be running anyway. Yeah, that's um, not the issue that I had. The issue was that I didn't have internet and it wouldn't let me play without the internet signed into my yeah. Windows Live account. So I'd either have to play the game under another account that's like one I've created for offline use. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be able to get any of my achievements, achievements or anything yeah. I'd play for it. I would. I don't see why they wouldn't let me sign in offline. I guess I can't prove that I'm... I don't know. It was a pain I, in the I ass. don't know how it works, man. Yeah, you just but, yeah, that pain was a bit in the annoying. ass. That's all. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing um, the Blood Bowl beta, which oh, I nice. finally got working today. Another um, Warhammer-based product. Yeah, it's a, one of the original Games Workshop board games, and I used to play it when I was a, a little un. And yeah, it was, a, it was a good game. It was always a great game. Blood Bowl was, and I was interested to see what the because they did actually make a video game of it quite a few years back, but it was so mediocre that. I don't even think you can download a copy of it anymore. It's kind of like you just can't get hold of it. Um, and this one, actually, I'm impressed with. Graphically, it's amazing. It's quite intense as far as micromanagement goes. I'm not a fan of micromanagement. But they, I probably would be okay if they'd give me a tutorial. But because it's the beta, you've only got access to the multiplayer. Yeah. And you, so there, there is a tutorial option on the menus, but everything's blanked out. It's, you literally have the multiplayer. So it's kind of like... I played against this guy and it was his first game and we both had no fucking idea what we were doing at all like so it was kind of a bit it's turn based um, so it's like playing the board game but you know you got this visual experience with it is it um, is it the same rules as the board game and stuff um, as far as I can see so far it is that's why I was able to work a few things so out they myself they haven't in any way tried um, to like live action I it don't up. think so as far as I'm aware Games Workshop have actually been involved with, with the making of it as well you know it's not like like with Dawn of War for example with the original Dawn of War they put a lot of creative input into it but they didn't have you know it was still um, Relic's game with Dawn of War 2 you know basically Relic are like look we want to make a sequel it's still your universe but it's it's, it's our game now it's our universe in the game and and it worked well with Dawn of War because it's it's very accurate but with a game like Blood Bowl because it's actually like turn based and it's it's a video representation of the game um, they would have to have some control See, I was expecting it to be like an actual like, football game, just yeah. I so was I actually. From the, I didn't realize it'd be like like the screenshots and stuff I saw. I thought it'd be quite fun, actually. Yeah, just running around. <laughs> I even have the Xbox pad synchronized to the Blood PC, Bones, like yeah, yeah just proper like, kicking the shit out of like people and a violent um, Tecmo ball, but with like yeah. uh, Warhammer characters. But no, which is a shame. That'd be really cool. Actually. But it's, <laughs> it's kind of like you've kind of got it's kind of like Championship Manager, yeah, but but in the Warhammer <laughs> world. Um, but then, then when you actually play the games, oh, it's like a, 
It's kind of like Sabutio. <laughs> <laughs> so a combination of Sabutio and Championship Manager. Yeah, so, yeah, you're not really selling that there, are you? <laughs> but you know, if if you're if you're a fan of if you're a fan of the original game or if you're a fan of Games Workshop, it will appeal to you. So, but and if you like micromanagement games, and obviously that could appeal to you. But to me, you know, I'm gonna have another go on the beta, but I'm not, I'm not excited for it. It's, it's good, though, you know. It, it reeks quality, but only it's really niche, really niche market. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, it's a it's a limited price release as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like a full price game, is it? No, I don't think so. I think it's gonna be about twenty quid. They are making a PSP version, and I think they're doing a DS version, maybe. So it's gonna be kind of like it's it's something that little handheld things. Yeah, oh, you'd be able to sit on the bus and just have a have a go on it type thing, mm-hmm. which it works well. The PS, the DS, and the PS, the PSP and the DS work well for a turn-based little game like that. I'd be more interested in playing that on my DS than I would be playing it on a PC. On PC, definitely. Yeah, that's the would, sort definitely. of thing I would I could play on a bus. Yeah, or something. Yeah, the other thing I've been playing, as Amy said earlier on, is the Saints Row Two DLC, which is which is great, really. Yeah, it's it's just more Saints Row Two. Cool. So it's, I'm looking forward to the other ones as well. So, does, does, I, I played something. I just go crazy. Say quickly. Oh. I know I've already listed about a hundred games, but I played a really shit game right on Steam called Raycatcher. Don't play it. It's shit. Right? It says it's like a music-based game, and you can enter in your own music. But even with the music built into it, because they wouldn't let me enter in my own music because I didn't pay for it in the yeah. demo, they have to use their music. What you're doing has nothing fuck all to do with the music. You played Audio Surf. Yeah, it's way yeah. worse than Audio Surf. Because Audio Surf, I thought, was great. Yes, uh, yeah. Audio, audio Surf yeah. is great. great game. This hasn't got anything to do with the Audio Surf guys, does it? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's running because it's you know put, putting your own music in and then making a game from your own music. Yeah, that's why like I thought you put your own music in, but I don't think it makes the game at all because even with their own music, I could see no correlation between the music okay. and the game. Like, are yeah, you anal- game. are you analysing this as a music technology degree student, or are you analysing this from any Tom, Dick, and Harry who listens to music would? Piece of shit. Because arguably, <laughs> yeah, arguably things like nice Guitar answer. Hero and stuff don't match up to the music as such. No, it's not even like, oh, that's a little bit off. No, it's shit. Yeah, it's, it's actually nothing. It's not enjoyable to play. Okay, it's not a fun game. And uh, I was actually going to download that and try it. So now you can download it and try it just for a laugh and go, oh, this is pretty shit. Yeah, I don't normally like to have a diss at indie games. I think you no. know they should be supported, <laughs> but fuck you guys, Red Catch it. Yeah, using up my bandwidth downloading <laughs> your crap. On that note, we'll uh, move on to the next section, which is what's new this week. Um, releases is quite a uh, slow one this week. We have Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2, um, which I'm personally going to rent. I do own Dynasty Warriors Gundam 1, but I haven't even got through that yet because it's so fucking hard. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in giant robots fighting with laser swords with hundreds and hundreds of other robots, then yeah, it's going to be cool. I, I guess no one, but, no, no one really is interested in giant robots with... Lightning swords, See, <laughs> massive guns. You're misleading. Come on. You're misleading people here because I'm very interested in giant robots and lasers. Yeah. But I don't have you ever played the Dynasty Warriors games? Yeah, yeah. It's so it's basically that, but with with the Gundams, with yeah. the giant people, and it's great. You know, the Dynasty Warriors is is a great, good, great game. No, it's not. And gun, well, no, it's great for just like just slicing people up. It's not like, and in Gundam universe it works. But my personal view of it is that. I haven't even played through the first one properly yet, so I'm not going to go out and spend like 40 quid for a new one. All right. Um, other stuff this week, we have Load Runner came out on Xbox Live yesterday. Um, I did have a quick look at it, but it didn't really interest me. Um, what is it? Yeah, it's it's hard to describe. It's kind of like a puzzle action-y game. It's a typical Xbox Live game, and we haven't had a typical Xbox Live game for a while. Um, 
So it's it's hard to really describe. It's worth just downloading and have a look. Alvin Legacy demo came out. Um, have you seen Alvin Legacy at all on Steam? I've seen it on there. I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't heard much about this at all. So I'm interested to look at the demo to see what. What is it? Um, it's to be honest, I have no idea. I assumed that'd be Amy's ballpark, but I don't think she's has any idea. Do you? Do you have any idea, Amy? No. Nope. nope. Right, none of us. She's, have she's any googling idea. it though. Don't worry. Um, uh, we have. Oh, UFC Undisputed demo appeared on Xbox Live today, um, which is a crap fighting game. I hear it's actually quite... I hear if you're into UFC and stuff like that, it's, like, really, really accurate. It's rubbish. Yeah, if you don't like (laughs) UFC, I don't think you'll like it. It looked good. Yeah. It did look good. What didn't you like about it that was quite boring? There wasn't, like... No Hadoukens or, like, spinning kicks. Yeah, you but just kind of you can punch with one arm, punch with the other arm. That's that's kick what fighting like. <laughs> both arms. No, you're <laughs> but there was no like variation of where you were punching or. I think there is. Well, maybe I was just playing it wrong. <laughs> no, is is like is the other sweaty kind of man man boob things? Are they, are they are they as good as Fight Night? You know, because Fight Night is has has a monopoly on the man boob market right now. Yeah. Mm. Fight Night Four screens are quite good. Oh but god, yeah. I mean, like if you ever if you, if you like if you like the big sweaty men, yeah. I hear it's got a really complicated control scheme. The UFC game, like lots of people have been complaining, it takes ages to learn. And there's like three. Then maybe that's why I was. <laughs> there's like loads, like there's like different control schemes for each kind of combat as well. Because you've got fl- uh, floor combat when you're down on the floor, oh, wow. which is where a lot of like ultimate fighting mixed martial arts takes place. And then there's standing combat as I well. I was just standing. Yeah, I assumed it was. I assumed it would be like WWF. We now know where the floor lies, and it's not with the game. That's what I thought it was like, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It's actual fighting. I I assumed it'd be like here's Hulk Hogan and And stuff like that. I was so excited. Look at my mustache! I throw you to the floor. I think there's a place for mustache DLC. I think it's an extremely (laughs) sensible type fighting game. I wouldn't play it. Okay. But apparently, if you like UFC and really tech fighting games Mm. that are really slow and boring, another new demo. Another new demo came out today, which I'll let Amy talk about. Was there? Red he just played it. Oh, yeah. Red, Red <laughs> Faction. I did just play it. It looks lovely. It does look lovely. It looks, it does look it looks it was very, really from the first part of our podcast. very similar to the Fracture um, engine. Yeah. Really, really similar to the Fracture engine, but the physics engine was nothing like Fractures. Cause it's a very yeah. short demo, though. Yeah. I played it in the... It's a lot more impressive that, than the multiplayer beta was. That's that was the minutes, entire yeah. demo yeah, that I played. Wow, wow. The first Red Faction wasn't third person, was it? No, no they were first person. One and two yes. were first person. What, why have they... What's that? Because Did the they? Red Faction 1 and 2 were shit. Did you not play them? No. Well, the first one The first one was like a like a passable shooter. The second one was... Yeah, the second one was delayed as well, wasn't it? Mm. And it used U2 engine, I think. Sure, sure. Um, but the first one, the first one's destructible physics was a really important thing at the time. The Geomod thing was a really important thing. The yeah. second one, that um, new Geomod engine on what Amy just played is yeah, actually very good. Oh, it Cause, was because when, when she first started to play it, I thought, you know, yeah. very, very similar to Fracture and stuff. And I thought, well, you know, I played this recently. It was yeah, like yeah. looks good, but as soon as you see the destruction, you destruct Even though in Fracture, obviously, you know, you have anything. the you have the control of the earth and stuff like that. Yeah. That's nothing compared to what the, the, really? the geo engine yeah, could yeah. do. Yeah, there it was. Quite, that was yeah, like was oh, impressed. I can't find a way into this room. Oh yeah, I've got, I've a, got a giant hammer, man. I'm in there. So that's quite cool. I think that's one we'll get actually. Yeah, that did actually look really good. The giant robot you were in. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Talk about that. It was a giant robot, really. That's it was a giant it. yellow robot, and similar it kind to of Aliens had, 2 robot. It kind of had similar controls to the um, 
UFC. <laughs> in a really? non-mean <laughs> way. <laughs> I think we're going to well, use some press the buttons and it uses its arms. You press like the buttons and it uses its arms. Yeah. So oh, I'm fighting championship. <laughs> they, they obviously ripped off the, the control scheme from from the Red Faction demo. Yeah, yeah, that that, that game's got very similar controls. Uh, you see, you press the buttons and then it moves it and moves. it does stuff. <laughs> Unlike that other game where you just hit your controller <laughs> yeah, with yeah. a bat. You just ask it really nicely. You just like just unit one deploy to you just heat it two. up by varying degrees. <laughs> I knew what I meant. Psychic ability. I stand that's by it. listeners is what's important. Yeah, that yeah. is all that matters. No, it, lo- it looks good. I, I, like, I like Yeah, it, it looked really good. Um, and it's good because, like, did did any of you guys play Fracture at all? No, no I didn't. I didn't. I played a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's, did it I have a... the molecular matter, which was a part of um, the other LucasArts game that came out at the time, uh, which was the mm-hmm. Force Unleashed? What do you mean by molecular? Oh, math? sorry, it was the, it was the physics game <laughs> which lets. Oh us yeah, yeah. And, and I thought it was Euphoria physics. No, Euphoria is for the ragdolls. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. The uh, molecular was for like the actual like physical. Oh, it, was, it may have what I've done. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. It's great though, fragile as I thought. Just like throwing around big. Yeah, if you want to kill someone with a giant obelisk which comes out of the ground, you just throw a grenade and it appears. I think this red faction looks better than Fracture. Though, it does, so yeah, from my... Well, I don't know, because Fracture's quite underrated anyway. It's just an enjoyable third person, which was about yeah. seven, eight hours long. So mm. if if red faction can be a similar length, just as enjoyable, then you know I'm not going to yeah. say but bad things, really. The thing about uh, uh, Fracture, which I didn't like, was that I found the actual setting and the characters and stuff, they looked quite generic, Yeah, by, in my opinion. Well, like the, like the bad guy, for example, in it, it's like, like the big major who's gone sour, was identical to, I forgot his character's name, but in Gears of War 2, you know, like the, the major guy, uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. he was identical. Like the, Even the yeah. model was like pretty much identical. So. Well, Red Fraction set on Mars. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a bit more of an exciting setting. Yeah, and, it could be uh, cool. Yeah. I think there's um in the in the later stages of Red Faction as well you get to go to um biospheres where it's much greener so I think there's some yeah. variety there as well which Fraction might have liked. It'd be cool though, yeah. It's gonna be one that we're gonna have a look at. So, so that's what um that's yeah. the demos that's out. We got the release of the Hawks DLC which you mentioned, Sammy, to me. Oh yeah, it's coming out this week. I <laughs> my <laughs> oh I can just feel the enthusiasm there. Yeah, yeah, like woo. Yeah. Okay. It's just because my my housemate. He probably might listen. He said he'll subscribe to my podcast. But yeah, be nice. He plays Hawks and Ace Combat, etc. Loads. And uh, <laughs> my room, as I've, I might have explained this before yeah. in the podcast, connects to the living room by a door. So I'm pretty sure once that DLC comes out, I'm going to be hearing engine hum. Can you do it. an example of the hum? Like... Some bullshit. <laughs> More bullshit, other crappy bullshit, dialogue by Tom Clancy, bullshit, like that. That's what it sounds like. And uh, good sound design. Yeah, they could replace all the dialogue in that game with just some bullshit. Um, actually, uh, I think Yahtzee just reviewed Hawks. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see what you think. Yes, recording now. Oh and we're back. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, uh, what just happened was Pro Tools ate a fat dick and stopped working. <laughs> I hear that can happen sometimes. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know, where did it cut off? Was I just talking about... Uh, you said Yahtzee had just reviewed um, Hawks. Yeah, Yahtzee just reviewed Hawks. You said yeah. that bit already. 
Oh, I just had that. And you said he liked it. I've lost the flow. Yeah, no, he liked it. He liked talks. It's going to be a short one this week anyway, so we'll, we'll finish up It's a up long soon. one <laughs> so far. Is it long? We'll just <laughs> rinse through the news. We haven't even got to the news yet. So, so yeah, yeah Hawks DLC is coming out. Yahtzee liked it. That's a good thing. Games for Laptops is coming out on Friday. What's Tell Games for Laptops? Laptops? Laptops games for Laptops. Okay. You have I saw ga- it on the thing. You have I Games have for Windows. Mm-hmm. Okay, Games for Windows is a Microsoft franchise which goes on top of certain games. They, yeah, you know, they, Games for Laptops is like Atari have done. And Atari have decided that certain games which they've published, um, older games which run on... Laptops have shit graphics cards unless you're a proud owner of like a MacBook Pro or a Sony, a high-end Sony Vio or and you a high-end will be, Samsung. you will be proud if you own a yeah. MacBook Pro. Um, if, 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 you, if you own a form of high-end laptop, then it's not really applicable. Sure. But a normal, yeah. let's say, 200 to 600-pound laptop will have yeah. some kind of Intel 945 shit. It's some, something, some shit in it. So basically, stuff um, designed for integrated graphics. So yeah, it's, there's That's games... That's a good idea. Examples of games is Mark Epo's Getting It Up, which is a terrible game, but I suppose it's um, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Yeah, sure. um, did you ever play Tactical Ops? No. Which was an Unreal Tournament 2. I think it was an Unreal Tournament 1 engine mod. Ah, it was pretty cool. good, though. It was like Counter-Strike style thing. Right, right. Like, so they've brought out about 10 different games, and it's games for laptops, and they're about five quid each. Oh, really? That's so it's, quite... it's kind of like sold. Do you remember sold out games? Yeah, sold out. Basically, like sold out games, but they're what aimed... What sold out? I, I, can you still get them? I might, I've I got. Seen them I've got the, I love the. I love the style of their boxes. I've got a sold out version of Kingpin. A sold out version of Daikatana. Sold out version of Command and Conquer Two. That's another nice, game I played nice. this week actually, but we'll, we'll discuss that sometime. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good. I what, was expecting Tiberian it. Sun. No, no, uh, the uh, Red Alert. Sorry. Oh, Red Alert. Too. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like shitty casual games. No, 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 no. Like no they're, they're like they're kind of like games. yeah. It's kind of like old good games. So, so yeah, like Tactical Ops for example. It's kind of like you know. It's kind of like. A shoddy version of Counter Strike Source, but for a fiver, you know, especially if you're buying it for your kids or something like that, you know, it's. Sure, sure. But won't Counter Strike, the original Counter Strike 1.6, will work. That's just been updated, laptop. actually. I saw that on Steam News. There's an update come out for 1.6. Yeah, they're not stopping with that. It's really no. important. It's good, you know, it's like, well. Well, the pros still play on that one. It's got the second highest um, player base, actually. CS Source has overtaken it, which I yeah. thought, I thought Holy was Holy shit. So that's, that's what's out this week. Fuck, Let's just rinse on some news. A few quick things, I suppose, I can rinse through quick. It's that NCSoft have now signed a deal with Steam. You can get the complete Guild Wars, you can get City of Heroes and Lineage all on Steam. Um, that's quite cool for MMO. Is it the first MMO to appear on Steam? Do you know that? Good question. Because all three of them of are... No, well, the, all three of those are MMO RPGs. You know, are they the first MMOs to? Because Lineage and City of Heroes, Guild Wars isn't anomaly, I suppose. But the other two, you need subscriptions to play them. What, sure. What's Eve Online? Is that an um, MMO? Oh, Eve Online's an MMO, yeah, yeah, and you need subscription for that. They've so had I suppose that that's. On Steam. Um, but yeah, so that, that's um, that quick news. Banjo Tooie's coming next Wednesday. I believe I mentioned that last week, but just to t- remind everyone, <laughs> Banjo Tooie's next Wednesday. What is? The relationship between Banjo Tooie and Banjo Kazooie, none. No, Banjo Tooie's the, the the sequel on the N sixty four. It's Banjo Tooie oh, really? two. So it is Banjo Kazooie. Um, the original two. one had frame rate issues. They've yeah. now fixed that. There's also a stop and swap feature, which I think I went through last week, but that's that's now working. Um, so yeah, it's going to be cool. Do you get to fight Hitler? Do you get to fight Hitler in it? Yeah. Um, um, I don't think so. Unless Gruntilda so dresses up as Hitler. Stein 3D. <laughs> well, okay. Don't know why I'm comparing this. <laughs> okay, yes. Except for the fact that I'm playing um, that see right if now. Oh, Rock Band Lego. Yeah, well, it's called Lego Rock Band, I believe. It's um, pointless. It's How's it work? <laughs> Is it Lego focused songs? I, re- like, I, I read in the, uh, in the press like, release that it was, um, it, was with aimed, Lego it was aimed at a tween market. So Do they have like Rock Band but for For tweens. Like Brick House and songs like that. 
I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't Maybe think they have themes. Look. You know, like children's themes to stuff. Because the Powerpuff Girls is actually a pretty tight piece of music. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that. Fair enough. Just do something <laughs> quick. Oh, Battlefield 1943 is coming out um, uh, in June. In June, I'm looking forward to that myself. That's a little one, isn't it? That's not yeah. A it's gonna be four game. maps. I think it's four maps from 1942. I love 1942. That's my favourite Battlefield game still. Oh, um, really all, cool. So I'm all really the maps looking forward to I believe in 1943 are maps from 1942. Yeah. I don't think there's like for, for me, it's gonna be cool because I'm gonna be able to play 1942 as far as I'm concerned, but on my 360 on Xbox Live. And it's going to be better graphics. So for I think it's going to be quite cheap as well. It's going to be like 100, 1,200 points, which probably about nearly a tenner, nine pounds like that. So it's going to be cool. Um, other than that, I'll pass you over to Amy, Fable 2. Fable 2? Yes. Yes. Oh, they, ju- they just announced the achievements for the DLC, that's all really. Um, nothing particularly... Unexpected. Some are a bit random that they probably should have done to start with, to be honest. Yeah, I thought that. Like with the demon doors that have been there all along. Yeah. And you get one for having sex 25 times. Maybe I should make well, maybe that they them. Will that backdate it? Because I hope so, because you've had sex a lot. I'm, but yeah, I'm I've pretty sure I've that. had sex more than 25 times. With several people at each time as well. Or is that going to start from the new. I don't know. If so, same, you have to start yeah. a new, new sex law. <laughs> I've had sex 25 times and I don't even have people. Okay, <laughs> good for you. Um, um, on that's my note, achievement. Advent Children in <laughs> fifty life score. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children in Japan has boosted PS3 sales. Yay! Um, which is suppose that's quite cool. God damn it! Yeah, oh. it's kind of like so. Even though like oh no, but it's it's PS3 exclusive in Japan though. Mm-hmm. Thirteen is, but in EU and America, it's coming out on 360. Is it? Yeah, yeah but okay. I don't think that. The version are they meant to be a simultaneous release? Or? I think so. Yeah. Really? As far as I'm aware, they're simultaneous. Yeah, I hope they're fucking ours. I'm gonna have to buy it for the PS3. <laughs> oh, buy it and not play it because well, I hate Final Fantasy. Yeah, why do you have to buy it, Jamie? It's rubbish. Because it will look good you. on my shelf. <laughs> um, non-related gaming news, quick. Um, Windows 8. There's some details announced for that. It's supposed to be coming out in 2011. Ah, oh, tell me about the details um, for that. And at the moment, they've said that the interface overhaul mm. is going to be similar to what happened between 3.1 and 95. Wow. So it's going to be this big deal. Because sure, sure. Windows 7 optimized things. It's made usability so much easier. It's, it's but they said it's going to do it, get it like 10 times more. Wow. Um, it's also, they, they reckon that web browsers may become obsolete. And the idea of the web integration with the operating system will be so seamless right, so be that tight. there'll be no need for like a separate program to. But then, to me, uh, have you used any recent Linux distros ever uh, yourself? No. But with that, you know, you kind of you have your your file browser is a web browser as well. It's kind of like yeah, so. Sure. So when you're browsing files, well, it's you just can type, browsing you can type local. In the HTTP, um, exactly. In, in, into yeah, into web browser, so. yeah, and in, in a web browser, you can type in your local stuff. As sure, well. sure, sure. So it kind of it kind of works now, but it's gonna make it a lot more seamless. Right. Yeah, I always thought it would be the web browser to uh, replace the OS, not the yeah. OS to replace yeah. the web browser. That's actually something that I thought about quite, yeah. especially because the the use of gadgets, the use of AJAX coding. Yeah, and things like that. But you have to consider that the OSD is like deals with a lot of stuff behind the scenes that just wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't you the, know, like the the assimilation there is completely complete. There at, wouldn't at, be like at a, the a moment, all of this is still you know very Microsoft haven't announced this themselves. Yeah, it's kind of true. bits and bobs have appeared. Mm-hmm. It, the 2011 release date is very soon. Windows 7 is supposedly coming out January next year. So to have OS to have eight coming out in 11. Yeah. 
that's too soon as far as I'm concerned. Maybe they're trying to do I like I like you again. Yeah, I suppose if they are doing an Apple style thing then that's I like you I like you again like um the the more the more frequent releases are, the better it is for Microsoft. Yeah, as long as they put the price down though, because like because seven the price tag for seven Ultimate is going to be like nearly three hundred quid in Britain. Really? So it's going to be um, yeah, yeah. that's going to be pretty. But harsh. Apple are happy to charge large amounts for their revisions as well. And yeah. the revisions are the best ways to do it, yes, is because you have like, definitely yeah. Especially well, you know, like, you have, you have well, something you, know. you have an operating system in which eighty eight percent of the. Uh, of the computer base users, yeah, um, and this includes large businesses and, uh, and corporations. They don't, you know, they don't care about massive UI changes. Yeah, they don't care about uh, what they care about is stability. They want to make sure their business, runs especially right. on the server side things like sure, um, sure. the Longhorn. I've got the official name. I think it's just called Server Two Thousand Seven or Two Thousand Eight, maybe. Right. Um, that's supposed to be the, like the one of the best server things. Yeah, it yeah out, absolutely. It, it and out that, and that's, that's what's stuff. important to the vast majority yeah. of Microsoft's customers. So yeah. it's like to them, it's more important, and it's what Apple have been doing. Like, uh, like Sammy said, like yeah, on, on really the frequent updates as well. Um, this week, Ubuntu nine point zero four came out, which is jaunty jackalope. Um, uh, <laughs> the, the Ubuntu's come out. The last one was Intrepid Intrepid Ibex. Just Intrepid. to let you know, um, but it's it's. It looks amazing, like graphically, it's amazing, and it's it's very um, resource friendly as well. So it's not like a lot of the latest Windows OS ten is very bloated, Windows is very bloated, but Ubuntu looks better, and it's not bloated. So it's kind of it's still Linux. It's still gonna boggle a lot of people. It's not <laughs> it's user friendly, but at the same time, it's still Linux. Therefore, it's not user friendly. Yeah. You so, have to delve into the command line. Yeah, times definitely. But it's cool, you know. The new versions that they bring a new Ubuntu out probably every six to nine months. Sure, so it's sure. kind of like it's, it's a, that, to me, that's a better um, way of doing things. Yeah, definitely. Cause it's free as well, so well, it's yeah. worth <laughs> it's worth for, for listeners who haven't <laughs> used it. If you're gonna if you want to try a dual boot with Linux, Windows, Linux, or OS ten Linux download Ubuntu because it's great I highly recommend it so, so that's the non-gaming news I got and some news go for it randomly the um, Sony's official website for PlayStation 3 have promised an electrifying announcement on April 27th how Bryce electrifying Cut. are we talking well they're only teasing it so but it's no it's to do with um, well it's got like Infamous and Uncharted 2 Oh, wow. Oh, cool. But in the same announcement. But in the same announcement. Hmm. So it could be that you're going to get the demo <laughs> for Uncharted <laughs> 2 with Infamous. Maybe, yeah. Because Infamous is coming quite soon. Okay. May the 20th, isn't it? Yeah, it's the end of May it's coming. Oh, no price cut. That's a pay. I don't like giving demos as prizes. May, May the 26th, just to um, correct that. I'm sorry, for infamous. Yeah. What do you think about giving demos as prizes for buying other I don't, stuff? Yeah, it's... My my personal experience... doesn't make sense. I brought Crackdown perfect simply because it had yeah, Halo it 3 beta with it. Does, it does. It means, like, it means people interested in, in one game will buy another game just to get... Yeah, but if it was yeah. online for people for anybody yeah. to download, you're going to hit a larger audience, but it depends, do you think? Yeah. Oh, but they always release them afterwards. You know, witness the, the Red Faction thing that just it just went live for everyone, but you could get hold of that as well if you just bought another game. So, like, the demo still... Oh, it's like beforehand. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, but before that, that demo came out to everyone, it was also released with a game to, a, like, a smaller section of players, and yeah. sales would have inevitably spiked as a result. Mm. I know it's why they do it. I just feel sense. shocked. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, like shocked! You could appeal to their better natures, you know. Not shocked, shocked, shocked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> that makes more that, sense that, than shocked. <laughs> well, I mean, like you have every right to feel shocked, but also, like, it is incredibly good business sense. You won't. You yeah. Know, you, you well, as I was saying, I, I, I brought when I 
got a crackdown, I brought it simply because it had the Halo 3 beta promised with it. <laughs> but, but you know, I found out that Crackdown is a fucking amazing game, you know. But but I don't think I would have brought it. Think about that. it in a positive sense. It can, uh, yeah. it can lead you to new places. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise. So if, if, someone, if, if, someone's not, if someone looks at Infamous and goes, that looks all right. Oh, but I get Uncharted 2 of it, and they buy that, and then yeah, they yeah. find out Infamous. infamous I'm hoping Infamous is going to be phenomenal. I'm looking forward so. to Infamous. Yeah, an electrifying announcement. Like, Infamous has a lot of electric in it, so... Mm. It's, What's, it's, the yeah, revealed? What's the other one? Prototype. Is Prototype, that like Infamous? Yeah. yeah. Prototype, well, uh, yeah, from what I've heard, they're kind of... The only they're similarity really. is that, The only similarity is they're both pretty open world, mm. and they're both about, like, an aug- augmented human. That's, that's the only similarity. The only similarities. Yeah. That's pretty similar. Well, no, not. It's just... An, it's like saying... Both yeah, third-person open-world games about a Superman coming out at similar times. Yeah, but Infamous has got... Oh, it, was, it wasn't thing. the same it day. Was gonna be the it same wasn't going to be the same day. It wasn't the same day, but Infamous has been brought forward a week, I think. So Infamous will be a week early. Same day. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking more forward to Infamous, Infamous. because of the whole actual superhero um, karma system involved. Sure, sure. Um, but a prototype I'll probably get as well. <laughs> it's the first game that I've really wanted on the PS3. PS3? Not Little Big Planet. Uncharted you wanted. No, I didn't. You th- you pretended I did so you could buy a PS3. I've heard that happens sometimes in relationships. Yeah. In these relationships. You're like, well, oh yeah, we'll, we'll I, I, get heard, a PS3. I heard her say, I want to play Uncharted. I'm sure you said that. And you said, oh, quick, I'd better buy a PS3. Yeah, because I wanted Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my one reason for buying a PS3. And I stick by it, it was a good purchase. Okay, any more news? Uh, Did we announce the new Fallout game? Vegas, yeah, new new Fallout game, not just DLC. A, a whole game, new Fallout game. Obsidian, yeah. Yeah. Obsidian for people who don't know made Knights of the Old Republic two with Bioware though, and it? it wasn't like an they didn't do it all on their own as far as I'm aware. They took they took what their Bioware had done in Kosovo, but it was a lot. It was yeah. a largely um, I think it was a largely singular game. Okay, um, and it was it was a very good. It was it was a very good game as well. Uh, it was like it was much darker than Koto was, but uh, it had its own kind of narrative path, and it was uh, I think it was a really really exciting game actually. Cool. So I'm looking forward to a Fallout yeah. under Obsidian. Anything else? Um, uh, your your taser news. Oh, all my little controversial news is. Yeah, go yeah, for you've it. got to like stock. It's controversial time, yeah. Cause you, you've, had, you've had like two weeks without controversial topics, so. Um, There's been a build-up. I've only got a few little ones, nothing massive. Um, India, India's first proper console game that they've produced. What was it called? Hum, uh, hum and hum. <laughs> hum and I. I want to say. It's called Hum and Something. Um, I think I'll probably end up being quite offensive because the whole point that is offensive <laughs> is that that shitty game <laughs> is named after some very important Hindu deity. And apparently some people aren't happy with the fact that you can control him with the joystick and get him to do whatever you like. But you can control Such God with joystick. Tea- you just got to synchronise the Xbox pad of him. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they don't want their deity, like, teabagging people and stuff, I guess. So that's pissed some people off. Because that will happen as well. And I'm afraid, sorry if I don't know the name of the game or the god, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, That'll be ta- some good rule, th- rule 34. Taser are suing Second Life for having uh, tasers, which is, um, you know, trademark... Uh, I understood a taser was simply a taser. I didn't realise it was a no, it's, company, yeah. It's it's uh, it's uh, what's it called? It's like Hoover or um, uh, Frisbee, yeah. Which you know actually should be referred or to PlayStation. A lot of people, when instead of saying my child has a games console, they say they have one of those PlayStation things. When yeah. they I don't know in a Wii. 
Really? Yeah, that happened to me a lot at Curry's, I assure you. Because then you'd show them PlayStation games. They're like, no, they've got the they have white boxes and they have like a little waggly thing. Uh, so and yeah. unless they've got a strange PlayStation, which I don't have myself. But. So what they really should have been calling it in uh, Second Life is handheld laser based uh, defense weapon. It's not laser based, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Just electric based personal yeah. defense system or something. That's that would that has happened a couple of times in uh, Second Life before, isn't it? Because they shut down. Um, they shut down a player area to do with I think it was Star Trek or something yeah, like that maybe but it's, the it's a controversial IP I stay away from haven. Second Life people don't like me because I fly around going where do I get the quests <laughs> there isn't quests in Second Life for, for listeners who've never played it it's like because I'm Captain Wizard that's what that's what he does he flies around I, I was around. thinking about other people you know. I've got like, really long hair as well like down to my legs going ooh look at my hair yeah the interesting <laughs> thing is though that they're suing Second Life when I believe the tasers in that are user made Oh, um, I see. Added by a third party, which is the problem with internet two type yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, damn you, third party, whoever you are. And my third favorite piece of controversial news is ta- Jack Thompson, who, in order to avoid any sort of libelous attacks, I have to say, is definitely not a complete dickhead. <laughs> has been refused his appeal um, from the Florida uh, his appeal because he got barred from from law. Yeah in florida and he's he's appealed he's so disbarred he's yeah he's appealed he said come on and they said nah and he's 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 quite he's that quite exact strong voice about it he said something like oh don't worry about it i was expecting them not to let me but i've got a lot more options it's much more going to plan much more yeah <laughs> that's what i wanted them to do um so yeah um so far he can't sue me you know unless they they reinstate him so that's good it's looking unlikely. and uh Oh, one other little bit of controversial news is that yeah. is that um uh, they did a little test in uh, a I think little it was test. A, a little test. What? On brain cells or? No, no, no. Things. On children. Isn't it a server? Children. No, a little test. Okay. Little test. Um, in Iowa University on kids between eight and eighteen in America, and they say that eight point. Something eight point five. Eight point, yeah. Eight point. Might be four, but let's not get. I mean, who? We're not scientists. Those numbers are meaningless to us. You know, point five, point four. Okay. Won't make a difference. Anyway, they're pathological gamers. Eight point five are kids. Pathological gamers. This was in America, wasn't it? Just in America. In America, yeah. yeah not eight point five of eight to eighteen. Okay. Which means that's that, not us. Woo. Yeah. Does that mean not we to can't mean we're be? not pathological, but that means they're like pathological gamblers, like um, like addicted, not like in a physical sort of heroin addicted way, but like they need more and more gaming to, to enjoy it, yeah. to enjoy it, and they're obsessed and they have to keep going back. So yeah, that's good. Um, good for the industry, I suppose. Yeah, definitely keeps them off the streets. Any more controversial topics? No. Not, not this week, no. No, that's that was all the quite con- a lot, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, controversial. Plenty of controversy. See, this week I'm mostly about quantity, not quality. I've got lots of things to say, but none of it's that good. Nah, that's fair enough. At yeah, least you're okay. admitting to your faults. <laughs> <laughs> We've got nothing good to say either. We've played fuck all this week. And... I've been at home, so... Yeah. Um, oh, there was a TF2 update. Um, I don't know if the updates actually come out, the really big one. But it, it completely changes the way you like customize your characters and stuff. You have like a fully customizable 
menu where you can like change like the rate of fire on your guns, change your weapons around. Like apparently there's headgear, which is cool. I never knew that you like special helmets or something. Yeah. So I mean, it's good. Like if you look at where that game is now on the PC to what it was when it launched, it's it's like much much different game. Like when it launched, the, all the classes only had one weapon. Now you can get multiple weapons. There was only like four maps and now there's like 10 official maps and uh, now they've got this fully customizable thing they've added different kinds of achievements within the game it's just like they keep supporting TF2 yeah that's really I think they will for a long time you know, like, it's like, part of their like we were saying about Counter-Strike 1.6 has been, yeah, you know, that's been updated again and that's how many, how many years now so. but they've, but they've played, they played TF2 like a Monty would and, they, and uh, yeah. Lombardi said this when, when they originally released it and it's something that um, they're doing with Left 4 Dead as well it's really important, and when you have reviewers, um, Slate, um, Valve, Valve releases, or even like other multiplayer releases for lack of content, yeah. where it's been explicitly stated um, that more will be added, um, it's difficult to kind of it's difficult to kind of agree with people yeah. because multiplayer multiplayer games are best developed like mods, and Counter Strike is proof of this. Day of Defeat, the old Day of Defeat, is proof of this. You need it to be sm- uh, like slow, um, frequent iterations. Yes. Well, un- Unreal um, Tournament carry your as well. Fan base with you, yeah. I think Unreal Tournament 2004 had like five or six official updates. And sure, stuff sure like absolutely. Yeah. Like, Unreal uh, UE3, you know, with Black, yeah. they sold so many copies just yeah. off of the uh, off of Black. Black yeah, this it's weird way. Uh, some console games do do it. Halo is a good example. Halo 2 had five map packs. Mm. Halo 3's now got three. Um, and it's going to be another one coming out of ODFC, sure, sure. you know, it's kind of like... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some console games do it, but I don't think the console game uh, urges flat as much. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the other thing is it's very hard to do with console games because yeah. the content has like to the, be homogenised. The, the whole the whole TF2 on the 360 and Completely PS3 type thing. You, know, like, you know, I've got TF2 360. I enjoy TF2 and 360, but... I don't. I don't urge for more. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. urge for more. You know, it's well, it's, like it's just it's a PC game, like yeah. heart, heart. And and the fact is, the iterative development on consoles is yeah. very difficult because it's you like have to um, get it exactly right. UT three on the three sixty as well. It's got no patch, sure. but UT three on on PS three does actually have the black edition, or I just call it really? Titan pack. Black it's edition insane. is just a PC version, but it does yeah. have the Titan pack right, to right. download. But that's just because Sony don't give a shit, and they'll let people do what they want if you if they if you don't want to give them the money for it. <laughs> With Microsoft, they class the Titan map pack as a patch, not a map pack. So, yeah, they, sure. so they can't release um, it. They can't release it because it's too big. It's like mm. a gig and a half big. So it's they'd have to. They, everyone would have to update before. Yeah, they, yeah that's which really I can understand. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to diss. Like, that's, I, that's I own really it on 360 and yeah. PS3, so I'm not that fast myself. But it's mm. yeah. That's yeah. the thing with the console to do updates. You have to go just through so many more channels just to get your update out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, like um, Valve fought card for Left 4 Dead to be free yeah, they'd, and they'd good on them yeah. definitely good on them you know it's great really it's but yeah that's um that's all the news for the week um, it was indeed and we came, I, I came in the door and they uh, and everyone was kind of looking for a special feature and I uh, and I suggested piracy does everyone still want to talk about piracy yeah I'll go for piracy you know it's, it's obviously something we could talk a lot about but at the same time yeah it's not it's a big topic um, it is yeah. a big topic, but we can start by we can start by uh, discussing like our own individual experiences. Like my, my recent experience of um, piracy in PC games, um, I like the idea of try before you buy, but with recent PC games, I've never really bothered with the whole like download a copied version and then buy it if you like it. Sure, it's sure. kind of demos are so accessible. A lot of the games I know already, um, especially researching things like for this podcast, I know yeah, sure. I know if the game's going to be stunning or if it's going to be yeah. shit. Um, okay. So it's kind of piracy in that. Piracy as far as consoles go, I've never kind of experienced because um, the Xbox 
you know, I, I don't want to chip it. I'm not really bothered. I'd rather go out and own the game and buy a game, and put it on it. Um, you get things like Nintendo DS and a PSP are very easy to mod. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, I honestly haven't modded either of them, but at the same yeah. time, you know, that that'd be the only tempt I'd really get. You know, kind of like for the handhelds. For the handhelds, I think it's a big problem, especially for um, something like PSP, where um, a the install base tends to be a lot more hardcore and thus a lot more likely to know how to pirate stuff even Absolutely. though it is actually easier to play pirate games on the DS their install base a lot of them are like you know you know the new Nintendo yeah. generation of players and they're probably not the type to, to necessarily think of piracy it's a more casual yeah. Yeah. yeah it's more casual so I don't think they have as much trouble with it but PSP there was like recently a report to show it was a ridiculous amount of piracy going on with that yeah. I don't know how they track. Well, it. The, the, the thing is, well, like Sony, they um, they know it's happening. Instead of Sony kicking back and going, no matter what we do, they're gonna hack the PSP, you know. And it's kind of like the PSP one. There was all these major updates. People kept finding exploits. People were finding exploits in retail games. You yeah. know, like like Lumines was a famous example. GTA um, Vice City or or the other one for PSP. One of them had a major exploit in it. It's kind of like people. And then they brought out. Do you know the Pandora's battery? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I when do. when you can you you put the battery in if you have a memory stick which has the right files I'm doing bunny ears again a memory stick which has the right files on it it will boot your PSP before the firmware it will boot it into actual maintenance mode. Nice. So even if you have a bricked PSP which is completely fucked it will still boot into maintenance mode and you from that mode you can then install custom firmware. Yeah. So no matter what Sony do. No matter what they do with firmware, because you've got this hard route round. And since they did that, even as far as I'm aware, you can even use the Pandora's battery with the PSP 3000, which came out after the Pandora's battery did. So (laughs) it's kind of like, um, I don't know if definitely, no, I haven't. Again, it's something which, when the Pandora's battery came out, um, I was actually very excited. Um,. But I still didn't bother. I was kind of like... Yeah. I, I thought about it. I thought, you know, it would be quite cool. But I didn't want to download pirate PSP games as such because I owned all the ones that interested sure, me. Sure. Um, well, as a gamer, Jamie, you're like your you're example of someone who, who spends a lot of money on games and is really a, like a good consumer. Like I'm a collector of, as well. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. the other you thing, enjoy like, your physical product. You, yeah. don't, you don't want to like to have to deal with like uh, hacked stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I und- I underst- I'm not going to I'm not gonna say piracy is good, but I, I understand why. I think, yeah, I like for example, like I pirated loads of games in my life. Now that I'm uh, like, I have money, I don't pirate games. But when I was a little kid, I couldn't buy games. I did pirate games quite a lot, and uh, especially growing up in Dubai, where the piracy laws at the time were like fuck all different yeah so everyone in dubai had a chipped playstation or whatever and the games were so fucking cheap like about a pound each yeah so i mean if you can go as a kid you only get like however much money however much so like you can have that one game every year or whatever you can buy you can buy like 10 of them for a tenner yeah like you're gonna do that and also it's also because of distribution channels like in Dubai, it was quite hard to get hold of a lot of games because not many games came there. Yeah. So the only way we could get the games was the pirated games or to download them for the PC. And I think, um, for example, for, for the DS now, a lot of people, I think, will use those uh, cards that you can put SD cards in 
not because they necessarily don't want to pay for the product because then they don't have to carry around a lot of carts I think what a lot of companies need to realize which I think they are now is that one of the best ways around piracy is make the non-pirated option much better yeah absolutely definitely like instead of DRM like or something like that give people a reason wanting to buy the legitimate product and stop spending so much money trying to to get around this because pirates will always DSI is an example the DSI cannot play the the DS Lite and the DS um, little SD card cards Um, but as soon within like a week of the DSI being out there's a new card which you put in it doesn't you don't even need to put an SD card in it it can actually use the SD card slot now on the DSI so it's a simple case that you you need to spend another 10-20 quid buying a new card and you've now accessed it again yeah it's kind of like so why did they spend they must have spent a lot of money on that drm and all that whatever maybe not drm's not the right word but that anti-piracy system sure, sure. And and like sony sony's firmware must cost a lot to to try and block all these exploits teams working on it, when yeah. when every time like dark alex is a um, famous hacker um who, who kept, alex. he kept cracking <laughs> That's a wicked name he kept cracking the um the, the Sony firmware, and as far as I'm aware, like th- this may be just like a myth or a legend on the internet, but I read on many a source that Sony actually hired him because he went missing, like from the hacker scene, and suddenly this firmware came out which no one could hack all of a sudden, and yeah. there's rumours that actually he, he bought yeah Alex. that he actually oh, helped wow. him, but but then but then it, it got hacked, so kind of like Sony yeah. probably well, like of course it did yeah, yeah exactly of course it, did. it always <laughs> will. Like, no matter what Microsoft has done with DRM, it's always got hacked. Mm. You know, yep. Microsoft had to put DRM into the beta version of Windows 7 mm. because they knew people would take the beta version and use it for the, for ages for their full operating system. But Sammy, Sammy hit like, the nail on the head here when he said that um, to, to, to stop piracy, you have to provide a better experience to the yeah. end customer. Like, and yeah. the, most, and the, the, the big... The big news about this really is is that in 2007, when everyone was saying PC gaming was dead, um, yeah. people forgot to uh, include MMOs in game sales and MMO subscriptions in uh, in sales data. Yeah, because um, it's impossible to pirate an MMO. You can't do it because you have yeah. to pay to enjoy your product. Um, and so you see MMOs in in like in in countries like China and India suddenly like suddenly sprout, and you see massive massive MMO bases in Korea. Like, yeah. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, game piracy is absolutely rife, and you see MMO sales in America shooting up, in Britain shooting up, and the revenues are absolutely astonishing. And it's because people are willing to pay for experiences that they can't. They do, the other thing now is the whole multiplayer experience side of things. When you you cannot you cannot experience outside of the game unless you have legitimate product. Sure, sure, um, sure. Unreal Tournament being an example. Everything on Steam being yeah, an example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Example. Yeah. Exactly. None of the Valve products as you can soon play as unless you own. The, the, the other things, um, like Xbox Live, for example, they know if you have a pirate console. Xbox Live will know if you've got a mod chip in your console, and they won't let you play. Oh, that's another comfy feeling. So, yeah, so it's kind of like, it's, it's all these things. Like that. It's, you risk, if you're a multiplayer gamer, you will not play the pirate yeah. games. And um, also, I thought, despite that problem with the DSi's firmware, the fact that they let you now play downloadable games stored on your, on your DS. Yeah. I think will stop a lot of people wanting to use the cards because always the problem I found yeah. is that I don't want to carry about well, a bunch Sony, of cards. Sony, you can me. buy PSP games now, yeah. you know, on, on to to download. Yeah. Like Patapon Two is a famous example. Yeah, you can yeah. actually buy Patapon Two in the shops now in a box, and it's just but it download. doesn't have a disc in it. It's literally got a download code because you don't want to have to carry fucking UMDs around with you. Like so, since so, I got yeah, the uh, iPod Touch, 
I've downloaded paid for apps for it yeah. happily because you can go into the store from there, buy it where you like are, you, and then it's done. You can jail, you can know, you can jailbreak an iPod, iPhone, but it's actually a lot more hassle than it's worth. When yeah. considering Apple cost ninety nine cents, which is about seventy nine p at the moment yeah. or sixty nine p, so it's kind of like. For, for my opinion, I'd rather pay 70p for something sure. to know it's going to work and not have to jailbreak yeah. my devices. The things that, yeah, so I think the things that are really going to stop piracy in a good way are not things like DRM or complicated firmware. It's yeah. providing people with good updates that they can only get, um, multiplayer support that they can only get, and uh, hassle free downloads and stuff like that. Because yeah. when DRM is really hurting the people who pay for the product, more than it's hurting the the pirates a lot of the time. I just think it's a bit shit. Yeah, well, it's just not doing its job. It's not and, doing its job. And if you alienate, you know, like if you alienate, look at the look at the Amazon thing about sport. You know, like I mean, I'm not saying that it was a, a poor selling game, but that was that like that hit sales revenue. It, like, yeah, unquestionably it did. And I mean, the, I've I've had problems recently that I've because because I'm using a lot of like the beta operating systems and stuff. Sure. I, I wanted to see what Windows Seven would do to games, so I installed it on my games PC. But I've had problems recently with um, with like my audio stuff on my games PC. So I've decided to do a complete reinstall. <laughs> you have, have you? My, <laughs> yes, you may have noticed. But I did a complete reinstall of it. But it's a different operating system. You know, I used to use XP. Sure. When I brought Shadowrun and Halo 2 Activation and Viva Pinata, yeah, yeah, you know, I've activated on one operating system. It's the physical same PC. Mm. But as soon as I've, I've, you know, I've activated it on a different operating system and it's fine. But now I've done it three times, and as soon as you know, me and Amy are planning to buy a new games rig, in a, you know, like in a couple of months maybe, and we we, we may you know it, it may work fine, it may be happy with the activation, but I've got that risk now that I put Halo Two in, I want to play it on my new PC on, in a rare case exactly, and it's gonna and it's gonna it's gonna say no, and I'm gonna have to maybe fork you know I might just say fuck it and not play it. Or I'll have to fork out fifteen to twenty quid for another copy of Halo. And this 2. is this is the, a perfect example of a DRM doing far more harm than it does good. Yeah. Because how many how many people uh, who are pirating games? You know, like you're not benefiting illegally from that no. product when you're doing exactly. that. Exactly. Um, and uh, but day zero piracy for that product would have been a far bigger problem. Would have yeah. cost them sales. Like Fallout was an example of day zero piracy. Sure. It was kind of like that's the, the that's the big problem. Um, Portal was another one that was leaked on the internet beforehand. It's kind of was it? Yeah, as no far idea. as I'm aware, it was. Oh, wow. Um, like Fallout was like a week before, wasn't it? Yeah, for the PC, mm-hmm. that was crazy. I thought Assassin's Creed, they had the problem with their um. Uh, there are a load of bad reviews and stuff. I don't know if they're official reviews or anything, but loads of people are saying, "Oh, this is really janky on the PC." Mm, yeah. 70s and 60s and things, yeah, when actually the jankiness only happened with a pirate copy. Shocking. They put in DRM that would make it run all rubbish. Oh, if you I had see, a pirated yeah. copy. And then people reviewing it saying this is fucked, and they're going, "Well, you're playing a pirated copy, then." Yeah. Well, the impression already been made. Yeah, the impression already be made in the reviews that. <sighs> so don't fuck up your own game with DRM just <laughs> yeah. to piss off just pirates piss because off, that's yeah. going to end up giving you a worse reputation. That's what happened with music when a few, you know, when they when music DRM became a big issue and they started to put like um, a Mike Oldfield album is quite famous. If you if you rip Mike Old this, um, I think it was the special edition Tubal of Vows. If you rip that onto your computer it would actually put like audio um artifacts in it um for people at home that sounds like this every so often like kind of like like, michael phil then (laughs) but yeah but like out of place stuff and it and you know and it fucks your mp3s up when we now live in a society where a society has to run we now live in a generation let's say when to put an mp3 to convert a cd that you've brought 
into an MP3 and put it onto a music device being portable or maybe to play on the Xbox or, or something. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a matter of my choice and it's a matter of that I you know that you shouldn't be artifacting my up my audio yeah. just because I'm choosing because I'm not going to pirate it. And even if I did pirate it, you've still got loads of people who aren't pirating it. And I think the dem games is a big example and the demographic of people buying the product heavily outweighs the people pirating it. Sure, sure. Heavily outweighs what it. What do you mean? Just like cuz the, the amount of like do you think more people buy games than people who pirate games? Well, no, it's, as far as, far the as consoles are concerned, that's very, very true. Oh, for consoles, for, definitely for, for consoles. PC games, definitely not. No? PC games, no. Huge amount of piracy, especially, I mean, you're just thinking about in England, where people are a lot more willing to buy stuff and a lot more able to buy stuff. Yeah. Because, like, even things like Steam, a lot of countries, they won't offer a lot of the games and stuff. And so, I mean, all over, like, Europe and definitely Asia where the biggest community of PC gamers are, exist is still a huge amount of piracy, I'd say. You've got say. to bear in mind, though, that lim- like, releases in Asia are very, very, like, often very limited, you know? Yeah. So, like you said, like, piracy is often the only way to get hold of like, uh, yeah. games in Asia. And but it's like, a shame, that, really. Like, a... When, when you're looking at sales data um, and, and what the, the data that developers concentrate on and the, the, the data that really matters to them is sales data in the Americas and the UK and in Japan. Um, because that's where they do their primary releases. That's where they release a lot of copies and a lot of copies get yeah. sold. Yeah. So while piracy may be a massive problem in Asia, and lots and lots of people are playing pirate games, which is absolutely true, whether that hurts sales data directly is a is another is another point entirely. Yeah, but if they would sell the games there, how, and could, make they, how them, could they possibly sell the games there? The same way they sell them here. They're not they're not like backwater third world countries. Like yeah. you get a lot of trouble getting releases even in Dubai, which is like a very very you know futuristic city I mean these are proper places with a huge population of the gaming world living there that are being uh, you know not really uh, treated properly and people are pirating games Mm -hmm. and some games do come out a lot of games do come out there to to some extent the region the region block in that um, extent happens it happens mildly in England still with things like Xbox Live when something will come out on Xbox Live and it'll be American only or yeah. it won't come out in Germany for censorship reasons. Steam as well. Yeah, There's certain like games that. that you can only get on Steam if you have an American I was, th- I was account. thinking more about um, languages actually. I was thinking about more about audiences and demographics and targets. Yeah. That, Obviously if the language barrier is an issue then that, that that's always going to be an issue. I don't think the language barrier is an issue because these people are still pirating the games and playing, play, them, in playing them in English. English yeah. point, They're happy to buy the game in yeah, English. They, they, they should at least offer it to that country even if they don't sell a lot of copies because financially as long as they can make their money back from selling them then yeah. what's the problem really it's kind of like the, but the publishers may disagree with me saying that but one of the problems is that I can understand is that in a lot of those countries piracy is not policed like yeah, sure. people will I think Russia is the big example yeah. you know, piracy is not policed in Russia full stop Yeah, and that's why a lot of these websites are hosted in Russia for a start yeah. because they can't be touched but it's Sweden. It's, it's yeah, Sweden <laughs> being an example. You know, the current the current Pirate Bay issue. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah, yeah. But then it's, the thing is, with things like that, like this whole Pirate Bay thing that's come up, is that people on the like some websites, as you we mentioned earlier on, we chatted saying a few smaller torrent sites have now shut themselves down just to protect themselves. But the consumer is still going to be using torrents. Yeah. Full stop. You know, and even like you got ISPs throttling your torrent ports. Mm-hmm. Um, you have ISPs. I'm I'm a I'm a virgin um user myself 
And you know, if you download certain bandwidth, they then throttle your your entire bandwidth for a certain amount of hours after that. Sure. And I, I accept that. You know, I accept that if I download something big, I have to accept for the next few hours I'll be throttled. But a lot of people aren't even aware of these things, and it's not putting them off. You know, like I know I know some people who have a shared house. You know, and they, they'll be downloading like there'll be five of them, and people in the house will be torrenting stuff constantly. And they're paying for this broadband, and they don't even realise that their speed is being throttled, um, simply for lack of knowledge of it. So them Virgin doing that as a company aren't scaring off people piracy. They're not scaring people off piracy because they don't even know what's happening. It's not about. It's you not about. I mean? To be fair, like a company like Virgin, it's not about piracy for them. It's about bandwidth. No, no, but then, but then, like a lot of these ISPs have got involved with, um, yeah, with yeah. the BMI and with some of the other. But do you think that's just? Uh them trying to have another excuse Justify for not being for able bandwidth, to, uh, to support the bandwidth that yeah. they say no, but they, they, can. they can you know like a version for a company they can support it for a fact you know they what? no they do not have the infrastructure just like to I'd give everyone the, the, the in, speed in, that in, they in, have it's not about the best infrastructure it's just about yeah. the massive amount of data you need to share yeah that's what I mean when the, good example when um when the BBC Live Player, uh, whatever it is, what is it? The BBC iPlayer thing came, came out. Um, there was like a massive increase in bandwidth across like the whole of the UK, and yeah. um, they're looking like it looks like uh, the whole like you know upgrades. Uh, ISPs are suing for uh, government help with upgrades now because um, like government funded services like iPlayer are putting such a strain on the public infrastructure. Yeah. So they're like, if, if iPlayer can do that, like, what's gigs worth of? But they do, do, well, do, obviously using Virgin as an example, their infrastructure is completely different anyway. Mm. compared to other ISPs mm. just full stop it's like a different ballpark but I would say they can support it as one company could but I can understand other companies don't because the phone line system in Britain is so shit right so so that bandwidth issue but yeah, I suppose bandwidth is always going to be an issue like that but the the piracy has come into that because it's not they've publicly like said they'll be working with this these companies and those companies and torrents is an issue because torrents eats bandwidth for breakfast so it's kind of up and downstream yeah no, do we but, think do we think that piracy like the piracy issue? I mean, it's been talked about so much, um, like in the last three or four years. Like it's really come to a head, the thing. And we've seen like we've seen companies back down um, from like restrictive DRM. Yeah, um, e- EA an example with Spore. Sure. They brought out a patch to take the DRM out because. But do we think attitudes are changing? Do you think it's getting better? Do you think the situation is getting better for who? For the consumer. I, the I consumer, think to yes. some extent it is because you've got systems like Steam, which are still very hard to pirate. And the DRM with Steam works, and it doesn't screw us over. Yeah, like Steam for us will not screw us over because we log in. If we've brought the game, we can play the game. Yeah, so I think um, the games for Windows Live service is improving heavily, but it's still the early games for Windows Live games are still screwing us over, and they still will screw us over. Sure, sure. I think, think yeah. One of the things that is happening is that a lot of companies are, uh, move a lot more towards console development because of the very fact that it can't be pirated yeah and so i'd say piracy has uh hurt pc gaming to some extent and things like steam and games for windows live and on live if it ever works (laughs) i mean they might bring bring some of the developers back to pc gaming but like for example like crytek said we're not going to support we're not going to do pc exclusives anymore because we just can't make as much money yeah but if people weren't pirating the games maybe they would make more money but i'm not necessarily off the view that everyone who pirated the game would have bought it i think most people who pirated games would never have bought it anyway exactly that's the thing like some might have bought it 
but I think a lot of people, most like ninety nine percent of the people who pirate games, pirate them because they don't, they're not willing to pay for games yeah, anyway. So, sure, sure. and it's an incredibly hard, it's, it's an incredibly tenacious point because it's hard to prove or disprove, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And as John said, like in my example, the reason, the reason I buy games is because I don't just get the pleasure out of playing the games, but to me, it's a collector's thing, and I, sure, sure. You know, I like the fact that I'm owning these games, I mm. think, and they that'll stay with me for a long time, in a personal, emotional way. So it's kind of like, so I won't pirate games because. I'm going to buy them anyway. The same way someone who does pirate games, as you said, is going to pirate them anyway. So they wouldn't have brought them. Yeah. So it's hmm. pretty. It's 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 an issue which isn't going to die down anytime soon. But it's. I, think, I would say it's getting better for us because companies have realised that putting harsh DRM is affecting the consumer more than it's affecting pirates. And they're changing them. And they've realised well. that. Seen, we've seen. I mean, Sammy's made the point of like uh, developers making. Um, pirated experiences it's essentially untenable you know like yeah. multiplayer content MMOs yeah. yeah and the easy the better you make it like 10 years ago I think everyone who had mp3s had pirated mp3s yeah or had ripped them apart from ones you'd ripped yourself most people were only using pirated mp3s well the mp3 lame format arguably was was designed to compress audio for distribution on the web yeah, you know, it's compressed audio in a small way. And so at those times, there was no real legal channels for no. distribution on the web, so it was designed mostly for piracy. Yeah. Uh, well, not for piracy, but it's but, certainly but yeah. that's who yeah. it would uh, give an advantage to. But now, it's not very uncommon for people to buy MP3s. Like people are happy to buy them, yeah. and there has been that change in consensus from like, I am not buying an MP3. That's nothing. That's just a bit of information. If I want it, I'll buy the CD. To I'll pay for that. Sure, and have an iTunes library. Have and it. iTunes, yeah, yeah. because because of things like iTunes. So as long, if you just make it much better for them to pay for it, people will pay yeah, for it. And a lot easier for them to pay for it. So, yeah, yeah. So that's a very good point. Like, the MP3 thing is a good example of a and consensus the, being reached and moving on. Yeah, and the, the platform problem as well, you know, like with iTunes originally, it was such an Apple thing that the Windows iTunes was terrible. And I, I've always hated iTunes, but I've recently been looking into it because of the App Store. Sure. And it's improved, you know, 10, 20 fold. So it's kind of like the, the the idea is that, you know, as long as they make everything accessible as possible. The fact is, like, it's uh, iTunes is a very good piece of software. And, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I was on I was on my computer earlier tonight. I was going to I was going to fire up some car down and uh, yeah, play yeah. along. And um, and when I'm just wouldn't wouldn't boot. And I was yeah. just like, and ah. Uh, I think the alternative to iTunes are, uh, in, in Windows. Like, yeah, they're, like they're, you, they're not great pieces. Like of so- Songbird, for example. Like, like Winamp. Win- um, Win- Win- oh, um, I've I've always been a diehard Winamp player, but I, I use it, but I now use iTunes. Sure, but sure. the main reasons for that is podcasts and iTunes are handled very, very well. Sure. And um, the App Store, you know, the only place you can get sure. these apps is from your iPhone or from that. Sure, but as a, store. Unified experience, um, just, I think as a unified experience, as a unified experience, yeah, it, it works. You know, well, like Winamp, Winamp's improved, but Winamp, Winamp doesn't do anything yeah. special. Winamp Win- does iPod, so Winamp does do stuff that iTunes can't. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, certain file types, like weird compressions, like it has a lot more yeah. like unusual. But then Windows Media Player that's, can do that if you install the right codec. VLC as well. VLC is a terrible media player, though. I think it can play everything, but to use that to like making playlists and that thing and all that. Like, do you know Songbird yourself, John? I'm not. Songbird is a it's a cross-platform Linux, Mac, Windows piece of software, which can synchronize to iPods. So it's quite famous because it can synchronize to iPods, and not many softwares can. And it's pretty much it's it's not identical to iTunes, but it's very similar to iTunes. One of the recent releases, they've now patched it again, but a release about two, uh, two, three weeks ago actually corrupted 
like your MP3 files and like could actually corrupt like your entire iPod. So because because it's not their protocol, it's Apple's protocol. So yeah, it's kind of like sure. Winamp's not too bad. Winamp can handle iPods quite well. Mm. Like a lot of people, it kind of annoys me. The, the one thing that annoys me of iTunes is the way you buy an iPod, very good MP3 player. You know, arguably the best on the market, and you get the instructions out and it says go to do this website, download iTunes. Yeah. When it should say, download iTunes is a good piece of software. Also, go to Winamp you can use. Also, this you can use. That annoyed no. me because when I bought my import Touch in Dubai, I didn't have access to the internet and I didn't yeah. realise it wouldn't even let me start it without connecting it to no. iTunes. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. So you have like, to hook up with iTunes before anything else happens? Yeah. yeah. Like you can just get to the, you can't get to the even the apps or anything oh, until you've connected it to iTunes and stuff. So, yeah. That was a pain in the ass. But anyway, we've gone off on one. Yeah, we've gone off on one. On M- D- but so, D- DRM is bad, but piracy yeah. needs, you know, they need to sort it out. But DRM is not a way to do that. And bringing this all together with the iTunes, uh, since I got my iPod Touch, uh, first thing I did was go on there, go to podcasts, type in force feedback. It came yeah. up, first thing. First thing. Screamed with right everything. Oh. Uh, subscribe to my iPod and it downloads on there, so it, it definitely works. Yeah. Confirmation, it works on iTunes. So I know, have, I know how the protocol works now, so I can yeah. do it. I know. <laughs> if, you have, if you have iTunes or an iPod, yeah, get this. It's good. Yeah, and we've currently got. Last time I checked on Feedburner, we got about twenty-four maybe subscribers. And most most of them are 24. iTunes based, but you know we got a few we got a few, whole we got a few people out there using Google Reader to, to, really? to get us out. We've got an, a yeah. couple unknown aggregators. I think <laughs> one of them's my RSS bandit I use. But, but anyway, we got. Um, <laughs> Do you have any like randoms? Can you track them? Can you see who they are? Is it like you some, can't track the people? You know that'd be like you can't just like you're you're downloading both stuff. I'm gonna follow you, but no, you can't be like oh I've got a subscriber in Alaska or something. No, I, d- oh, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it says where they're from. You. I hear that says. Alaskan demographic is hard to break into. Yeah, yeah it's very they, hard. They always use iTunes as well. There's nothing else you can use there. It's the law. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you can you you can now well you've been able to do it for a few weeks, but you know just to say we got a Facebook group. You can join us there. I will always post what, what's happening in that bollocks. Um, we have our website, which is feedback uh, feedbackforce.blogspot.com. Mm. I'll look into buying a domain because <laughs> we could do it one. Or at and least then, remembering our own domain. Yeah, exactly. We'll memorize it next and then, time. But the easiest <laughs> way, you know, people are iTunes users. Yeah. Go to iTunes, type in forced feedback, and we're the first thing that comes up. Yeah, even if you just type in forced, we're the second thing that comes up. What's yeah. the first What's thing? the first? <laughs> don't I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to find out later, and next week we shall tell you, because I don't like being the second. <laughs> but yeah, we are the feedback force, and um, I hope you enjoyed. Amy fallen asleep? She has, I'm afraid, yeah. Okay, well... Bye she, from Amy. Bye, well, yeah, bye from Amy. Bye, yeah, it's uh, good, good for you to come back, um, John. We'll have you on again, I'm sure, someday. So. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. one. But um, yeah, all have a good week, and we shall talk to you next week. All right, bye. Goodbye. How bloody long was that?